Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 12. These are the decrees and laws you must be careful to follow in the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has given you to possess as long as you live in the land. Destroy completely all the places on the high mountains, on the hills, and under every spreading tree where the nations you are dispossessing worship their gods. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and burn their Asherah poles in the fire. Cut down the idols of their gods and wipe out their names from those places. You must not worship the Lord your God in their way, but you are to seek the place the Lord your God will choose from among all of your tribes to put his name there for his dwelling. To that place you must go. There bring your burnt offerings and sacrifices, your tithes and special gifts, what you have vowed to give, and your freewill offerings, and the firstborn of your herds and flocks. There, in the presence of the Lord your God, you and your families shall eat and shall rejoice in everything that you put your hand to, because the Lord your God has blessed you. You are not to do as we do here today, everyone doing as they see fit, since you have not yet reached the resting place and the inheritance the Lord your God is giving you. But you will cross the Jordan and settle in the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, and he will give you rest from all of your enemies around you so that you will live in safety. Then to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name, there you are to bring everything I command you, your burnt offerings and sacrifices, your tithes and special gifts, and all the choice possessions you have vowed to the Lord. And there rejoice before the Lord your God, you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, and the Levites from your towns who have no allotment or inheritance of their own. Be careful not to sacrifice your burnt offerings anywhere you please. Offer them only at the place the Lord will choose in one of your tribes, and there observe everything I command you. Nevertheless, you may slaughter your animals in any of your towns and eat as much of the meat as you want, as if it were gazelle or deer, according to the blessings of the Lord your God. Both the ceremonially unclean and the clean may eat it. But you must not eat the blood. Pour it out on the ground like water. You must not eat in your towns the tithe of your grain offering and new wine and olive oil, or the firstborn of your herds and flocks, or whatever you have vowed to give, or your freewill offerings, or your special gifts. Instead, you are to eat them in the presence of the Lord your God, at the place the Lord your God will choose. You, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, and the Levites from your towns. And you are to rejoice before the Lord your God in everything you put your hand to. Be careful not to neglect the Levites as long as you live in your land. When the Lord your God has enlarged your territory as he promised you, and you crave meat and say, I would like some meat, then you may eat as much as you want. If the place where the Lord your God chooses to put his name is too far away from you, you may slaughter animals from the herds and flocks the Lord has given you, as I have commanded you, and in your own towns you may eat as much of them as you want. Eat them as you would the gazelle or the deer." 
both the ceremonially unclean and the clean may eat. But be sure you do not eat the blood, because the blood is the life, and you must not eat the life with the meat. You must not eat the blood. Pour it out on the ground like water. Do not eat it, so that it may go well with you and your children after you, because you will be doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord. But take your consecrated things and whatever you have vowed to give, and go to the place the Lord will choose. Present your burnt offerings on the altar of the Lord your God, both the meat and the blood. The blood of your sacrifices must be poured beside the altar of the Lord your God, but you may eat the meat. Be careful to obey all of these regulations I'm giving you, so that it may always go well with you and your children after you, because you will be doing what is good and right in the eyes of the Lord your God. The Lord your God will cut off from before you the nations you are about to invade and dispossess. But when you have driven them out of the land and settled there, and after they have been destroyed before you, be careful not to be ensnared by inquiring about their gods, saying, How do these nations serve their gods? We will do the same. You must not worship the Lord your God in their way, because in worshiping their gods, they do all kinds of detestable things that the Lord hates. They even burn their sons and daughters in the fire as sacrifices to their gods. See that you do all I command you, and do not add to it or take away from it. This starts out with a little instruction of how they are to treat the religious practices of those in the promised land once they take the land. And so in verse 1, it says, These are the decrees and laws you must be careful to follow in the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has given you to possess. Of course, that's the promised land. It says you're to follow these rules as long as you live in the land. Verse 2, Destroy completely all the high places on the high mountains, on the hills, and under every spreading tree, where the nations you are dispossessing worship their gods. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and burn their Asherah poles in the fire. Cut down the idols of their gods and wipe out their names from those places. You must not worship the Lord your God in their way. And so this instruction, you must not worship the Lord your God in their way. In other words, you cannot mix other religions with the worship of Yahweh. It's not It's not permitted. And so the worship of all other gods and all the methods for worshiping all other gods is to be avoided and to be um, eradicated from the land so that there would be um, just the biblical expression of worship for Yahweh in the way that God wants to be worshiped. And then this chapter mentions over and over and over and over the place that the Lord your God will choose, the place the Lord will choose, the place to put his name there, and so forth. So this place Ultimately, this place is going to be Jerusalem. This is what it's alluding to prophetically. But these words were penned some 500 years before the Lord made it clear that Jerusalem was the place where he wanted his name established and where he wanted the temple built. The words for the establishment of the location of the temple come to us in 2 Chronicles chapter 6, verse 5. The writer says, Since the day that I brought my people out of Egypt... I have not chosen a city in any tribe in Israel to have a temple built so that my name might be there. 
nor have I chosen anyone to be ruler over my people, but now I have chosen Jerusalem for my name to be there. And so ultimately, the Lord is going to choose Jerusalem. But Deuteronomy was written before the place had been identified to the people of Israel. They hadn't even entered the promised land yet. They may not even have known that Jerusalem existed. But these words um, from Deuteronomy chapter 12 allude to the Lord's choice of the place. So verse 5, but you are to seek the place the Lord your God will choose from among all of your tribes to put his name there for his dwelling. And so there's the first mention of the place. To that place you must go. There bring your burnt offerings and sacrifices, your tithes and special gifts, which you have vowed to give, and your free will offerings, and the firstborn of your herds and flocks. And so the place of sacrifice now is portable in the time of this writing. It's at the Tabernacle of Moses. Wherever the Tabernacle of Moses is set up and established, that's the place. But there's going to be a permanent place somewhere off in the distance, and this is alluded to. And only in that place can you bring offerings and sacrifices and tithes, and special gifts and vows and freewill offerings, etc. That place ultimately would be Jerusalem. So for some almost 500 years, it was portable. In verse 8, I'm still in Deuteronomy chapter 12, uh, you've not yet reached the resting place. I love that terminology and the inheritance of the Lord that he's giving you. But you will cross the Jordan and settle in the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, and he will give you rest from all of your enemies around you so that you will live in safety. And so the resting place, there's a group that meets at our church occasionally called the resting place. I love that name. It comes, the name comes in part from this and the part um, in part from the fact that Christ is our rest. And so I've never talked to them about the selection of their name. But here in Deuteronomy chapter 12, the resting place is mentioned specifically as the inheritance of the Lord. Verse 11, it says, Then to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name, there you are to bring everything I command you. Once again, it mentions all of the assorted um, gifts. Verse 13, Be careful not to sacrifice your burnt offerings anywhere you want to. Offer them only at the place the Lord will choose. And so this sanctified place was to become very important in Israel's future. But here, prophetically, the Lord is instructing them. It is the place the Lord your God will choose. It's the place your sons and daughters will worship. It's the place you are to rejoice. It's the place you are to sacrifice. It's the place that it may be far away, but you are to go there because the Lord chooses to put his name there, to manifest his presence there. And so, friends, we as Christians often refer to our places of worship as the place where God chooses to lift up his name. We do, in fact, lift up the name of the Lord. And there's another scripture that says, wherever I cause my name to be honored, I'll come to you and bless you. But Lord, we ask you now that the places we worship would be blessed. Lord, we recognize that the place the scripture alludes to is Jerusalem. But in the spirit, Lord, we ask that each of our houses of worship would be a spiritual Jerusalem, that there we could come to worship the God of Israel the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, that there we could come to interact with your Holy Spirit, that in these places, our churches, our home groups, our house groups, the various places where your people gather, Lord, in those places, please choose to manifest your presence, 
to cause your name to be exalted there and to dwell there among us. We love you, Lord. We seek for a resting place in you. You are our rest, Jesus. We love you. We honor you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.